I want to talk to you about our sponsor this half hour, a spotlight sponsor for the blaze, making uh, things possible here. Uh, if you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, losing your hair is no fun. Pat has, I don't think you've ever lost any hair, have you? you oh, s- yeah. Yeah, it's happening right now. It's happening. Is it? Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. And uh, do yeah. you try anything for it? Uh, keeps. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. Uh, Just starting. You can, uh, you can keep your hair. Uh, and you don't have to go to a physician. You don't have to go and wait in a doctor's office or anything else. And you don't have to go broke. You mm. can do it from your lazy boy. Same doctor recommended FDA approved hair loss treatment. But Keeps offers the generic versions for about half the cost. And one more thing you're going to love about Keeps. It's all online. Just answer a few questions. Take a few pics. The doc uh, does it. They send it directly to you. You don't even have to go to the CVS or the Walgreens. Uh, I want you to go to keeps.com slash save. Keeps.com slash save for 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatment. That's Keeps. Keeps.com slash save. Do it now. All right. The program begins in a minute. Some interesting things were said yesterday. Uh, Kamala Harris came out, and she is promising that a Harris administration uh, with Joe, with Joe Biden will be a boon. Uh, wait, a Harris administration? I mean, I think you're a little too eager. A little too eager. Also, Michael Moore yesterday compared Donald Trump to Osama bin Laden and said he's a mass killer. Carl Bernstein came out and called the president homicidal and said that his rallies were homicidal assemblies. Really? Um, The Atlantic called to the end of the Nobel Peace Prize because it nominated Donald Trump for, for something that he actually earned. And quite possibly my favorite, many suburbs are going to be burned in wildfires because of Donald Trump, quote, the climate arsonist. Well, I think that he's been called everything he can be called now. Uh, except a bacteria that might be spawning life on Venus. I don't think anybody called him that yet, but the day is early. We begin in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, you're one of those people who looks forward to getting out during the day, soaking up some of that summer sun. Well, I mean, why? I mean, are you crazy? Uh, get some sunscreen on. Get a portable air-conditioned box with a window you can look out of. What is wrong with you? Point is, you have a number of tools to help you keep from getting burned. But the good news is now, it uh, with all of us doing things in those air-conditioned boxes now and everything we're doing online, Norton has a box full of tools to keep you from getting burned on the Internet. It's called Norton 360. With Norton 360, you're getting real-time protection against existing and emerging cyber threats. A VPN that is so important that uses bank-grade encryption to keep your information private, a password manager, and a whole lot more. Be safer surfing the web. It's really hot out there. You need a VPN bare minimum. 
You can get it now at Norton 360, along with all kinds of other stuff in that toolbox to help keep you and your family safe. Nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. Get up to 50% off now your first year with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Get 50% off Norton.com slash Beck. Tonight, they say they want a revolution. But what does it mean for the future of our republic? There's no free speech for fascists. Glenn exposes the left's dark plans for the November election. Democrats are pushing to make it available for all voters. And reveals who's behind the rehearsals for a coup. Civil War, the way America can end in 2020. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash You know, I have to tell you, welcome to the program, America. I have to tell you, I'm... I, I go from I go from a dark mood to a light mood. Somebody said to me, God, Glenn, what, what happened yesterday? You were doom and gloom and the whole world is ending in today. And I said, yeah, today I just embraced it. Uh, today I could just handle it a bit, you know, um, but I'm I'm looking at some of the things that are going on. And Pat Gray joins us filling in for uh, Stuber gear. And I'm wondering if there isn't. An awakening that is happening. Uh, I don't necessarily think it's the great awakening, which is the only thing that I think will really truly save our country, uh, which is an awakening and a turning back to God. I unfortunately don't think we've been humbled enough yet. When will we be? I don't know. But uh, if you look at some of the things that are going on, for instance, if you if Bill Maher gets it and is willing to say it, you got to believe that there were other people that believe the same things like Bill Maher uh, who are all around the country who are maybe not saying it yet. Listen to Bill Maher. I'm not down with this properties on the table as something we can just take because things are not right. Where is this mass destruction of property happening right now? Like if you look at you watch the news, if you look at Portland, it's two square blocks. There is a view and it's in the media. Please, I know you've seen it. (laughs) Don't look at me like I'm making this up. (laughs) That somehow this is a justifiable approach. Well, is it in part of protest? I mean, isn't that what... So you're part of this. You believe it. (laughs) I saw this guy who had a Papa John's franchise and he was yelling through his broken glass, you're going to elect Trump and I'm just trying to feed my family. I don't think his view was just like, c'est la vie, it's just property. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Mm. That was a CNN reporter, by the way, looking at him like, what are you talking about? And he said critical words. So you're part of it. How many people are feeling that? I would love to know anybody in our audience who didn't vote for Trump last time, but will vote for Trump this time. I don't know if you care to to admit that. I was just talking to Stephen, one of the guys, one of the guys uh, here that uh, we work with, and and he was saying that he knows somebody that was uh, was not a Trump supporter. No, wait, was a Trump supporter? Then not a Trump supporter. Now a Trump supporter again was like, I, you know, I can't vote for this guy. Thought he was just out of control. Can't vote for him. Can't vote for him. And now is like, I can't vote for anybody else. <laughs> We can relate to that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. You know, during 2016, I didn't think I'd ever be 
uh, voting for Donald Trump. Never. And, but I, never. I have to. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. And it's not some, it's not some uh, thing where you always are like, well, you got to, it's a binary choice. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not what not it is. That. No. It's not that. This it's is. The, it's, it's too critical. It's too the the consequences are too dire if joe biden is elected and i think that donald trump knowingly or unknowingly is the only one that can actually correct it yeah because he's kicking walls down yeah and and he has done some things that were so unexpected and by me at least i didn't expect him to do certain things that he's done uh, and it's been a really pleasant surprise. UAE is, isn't it the UAE is, or is it Bahrain that is signing the peace deal today? I think Bahrain's signing on to the, <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's crazy. And no amazing. one is talking about that. No one is talking. because no, what are they going to say about it? You I can know. only say good things about it. I know. The only thing that I've heard that, that a Democrat say about it, and it was Nancy Pelosi. She called it a distraction. A distraction. Wait a minute. A Mideast peace agreement is a distraction? That's incredible. That's yeah. absolutely Amazing. incredible. Then yesterday, protesters demand that cops let themselves be stabbed or shot. Yeah. Mm. In Lancaster, Jeez. they uh, Lancaster, uh, they uh, they marched yesterday and demanded that cops just take it. If it means you're going to be shot or stabbed... That's so be it. That's penance for your alleged racism. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And and I think these things are all just stacking on top of each other. How about how about mm-hmm. this one? Lululemon. Now, Lululemon is a is a place where you can go in and buy, you know, $170 yoga pants. They have come out now and they are promoting an event that will teach the participants to, quote, resist capitalism. (laughs) And they have a market value of forty one billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Forty one billion. Well, you could but you can but you can buy one hundred and thirty eight dollar tights there. Right. So, I mean, they're one with the people. You know what I mean? But now that they got theirs, everybody else, I guess, should resist capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, they just they just announced a four hundred and eighty nine point five million dollar gross profit for the second quarter (laughs) of this year. Okay, <laughs> half a billion dollar profit, one company, one quarter, and they are uh, leading the charge to uh, stand against capitalism and decolonize gender. Let's not forget well, that important course, step because I'm course. so tired of colonial Amen. gender stuff. Right, <laughs> right. Yes. Let me yes. give you another piece. Swing states. Uh, swing states are having an amazing boom to gun sales. Apparently, in gun stores across the country, uh, the 
the guns are selling out. Normally, they carry about 150 pistols on a regular day. This is one gun store. Um, but there haven't been many regular days since the onset of the coronavirus in March as the public unrest that emerged in June. After COVID uh, hit, we sold out of ammo. And then we started. they started with the protesting, and a lot of guns started flying off the shelves. You can't. You can't find a gun in some places now. You can't buy it. You can't buy the ammunition. A broader look at the monthly sales data as measured by the FBI uh, background checks confirmed swing state voters eagerness to arm themselves in 2020. The nine states at the epicenter of the presidential race between Donald Trump and Joe Biden saw historic seasonally adjusted gun sales in June. Larger cases than the record setting sales of March a sign of surging demand for firearms in the wake of rioting and protesting that have turned uh, that have turned violent in Arizona. I mean, they they have seen a 20,000 uh, person spike in Minnesota. Whew, uh, a 30,000 person spike in Ohio, a 30 or 40,000 person spike. I mean, it is. It is crazy what's going on in the swing states. Well, what does that say when you have Joe Biden coming out and saying, I'm looking for more gun control. And Harris is saying, I'm going to be much more progressive uh, with the police and the defunding of the police is going to happen under a Harris administration. I mean, with Joe Biden (laughs) has an incredible statement. What do you think is going to happen? Are people actually with this? And I'll give you one more barometer. Remember, all they have to do is just lose 15% of the black vote. Have you noticed the the makeup of a lot of these crowds that are still protesting out there, burning cities down? They're white kids. Mm-hmm. They're not blacks. Yeah. They're white kids. The vast majority are. Vast majority. I mean, it wasn't at the beginning. But it is now mm-hmm. these they're burning down those communities and everyone is very well aware that the left and the Democrats are doing nothing to stop it. They are endorsing. Look at B- B- Bill Maher. So you're part of this where the CNN reporter says, well, isn't pain part of protest since when since when? Remember when they said that about the Tea Party? Yeah, remember the the uh, other. Of course, they had no violence to uh, complain about. Right. But they complained that we were inciting it. Yeah, we were inciting it. And look at now. I just don't think people are for it. And I don't think it's just going to go the way the Democrats hope that it's going to go. Let me give you one more thing. Remember, if you. If you look at uh, the groups that the Democrats have carefully fostered, because they go after groups, they don't go after just people. They go after groups. So one of them that they've had lockstep with forever is African-Americans. That's shimmying apart. If Donald Trump can grow that by 5%, and hurt the Democrats by 5%, and then all the damage that they're doing themselves, that alone could swing the election to be a much wider victory than it was before. But listen to this. 
A poll published by the nonpartisan Jewish Electorate Institute and conducted by Gerenhart Yang Research surveyed 880 likely voters online from September 2nd through September 7th and has a margin of error of 3.5. What they found was, now this is going to sound like a blowout, but it's not in comparison to former years. Vice President Joe Biden leads President Donald Trump in Jewish voters 67% to 30%. However, that 30% is the highest of any Republican uh, presidential candidate in recent records. If they lose just pieces, mm-hmm. their coalition is falling apart. The, the uh, labor unions that were solidly for Democrats, and I heard this one on NPR, They are now saying those labor unions are saying we can't lock it up. We don't know. We don't know. There is a divide in the labor unions. There wasn't a divide before. Wasn't a divide. And if you're in a labor union, are you going to say you're voting for Donald Trump? Nope. (laughs) I wouldn't either. I, I think that there are some good signs that America is beginning to wake up now. God only knows I've given I've given up on predicting the American people uh, about two elections ago. But there is there are real signs that America is waking up. I would love to see real signs that America's churches are waking up because that's what made us good. And that's what makes us great. All right. Our, our sponsor is American Financing. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, you know that really fun game that you play uh, with your bills every month called How Close Is It Going to Be This Month? Oh, I love that. Well, it's been fun. America's been playing that since COVID came around. Well, you don't have to play that game anymore. What if you could make a good, solid financial decision that would help ensure that you've got a few hundred dollars left in your account at the end of every month, or maybe as much as a thousand? I have been preaching from the mountaintops for a long time now. If you are a homeowner, please consider refinancing your mortgage. If you are paying over 4%, the country is in flames right now. But every good decision you make financially is one step closer to you being able to make it through to the other side of whatever financial crisis might come our way. Right now, and for months now, mortgage rates are at all-time lows. We are seeing them dip down into the threes, even in the twos. This is your wake-up call. Get yourself on financial solid footing. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I, do we have the uh, video yet? Uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna wait for some video. Have you seen the Have you seen the the Twitter feeds of the Cubans for Trump, the caravan that took place in Miami? No. Oh, 
I'll wait until we show that. I can't, I just can't wait to show you that. I know the Democrats are a little concerned about the Cuban-American vote. Uh, uh, they're a teeny bit concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's lots of things that aren't being covered. Mm-hmm. I know this sounds like it's, uh, you know, whoa, really? It's a surprise. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that aren't being covered uh, in the national press to try to let you uh, believe that there isn't a big support for Donald Trump. And there is. And you know, it's really interesting to me. Another thing that I haven't heard anybody talk about. Do you remember how big the crowds were with Barack Obama? Yeah. First time around. And, uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. The second time he ran, remember, he booked all those arenas. Yeah. And no Nobody one showed, showed up. up. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is booking arenas for his second, his second term during a pandemic. And they're still filling up. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah. We've never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. No. I mean, Barack Obama was a phenom the first time, Mm -hmm. but then his his real supporters felt he sold them out. His real Mm -hmm. supporters were like, he's not helping. He's the same old. He's Clinton just in a black man's body. What is this helping? Yeah. Uh, Even as radical as he was, they rejected him. Donald Trump has followed through with his promises so much so Mm -hmm. that people who like don't like him for, you know, his Twitter, you know, stuff, et cetera, et cetera. They're like they're looking at him going, well, he he didn't sell us out. In fact, he is the only guy I've seen in politics since Ronald Reagan. That is actually the second term. You're like, yep. Yep, I think he's I think he's more important now mm-hmm. than he was in the first term. Yeah, and a big portion of those I think are African Americans. I his support right now according to polls is around 15 to 20% with with the black vote. If he got 15 to 20%, that would be gigantic for gigantic. him. Gigantic. And it's something like 30 to 35% of the Hispanic vote. Now, just those two blocks are going to Push him over the top. So I was looking at this yesterday, and when Stu gets back, we're going to put an electoral college map up. But if he wins, you know, if he wins 270 on election night, mm-hmm. we're in trouble. Okay. But if he wins 380, mm-hmm. there's no way that it's a mirage. There's no way you can turn it around. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it'll only be a problem if there's, if there's a problem in the key states that just put him over the edge. And uh, it's got to be a blowout in those states. And if it is, what are they going to do? They're going to falsify more ballots in California? Doesn't matter. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, our uh, sponsor this half hour is ZipRecruiter. Uh, hiring has always been a challenge. Uh, gosh, you remember the days of taking a resume in person to a company and then leaving it at the front desk, and you're like, they're never going to see it. They're just never going to see it. Well, you don't have that anymore. Um, the modern world of hiring is a lot neater, a lot more organized, and a lot faster. Um, something like ZipRecruiter has changed the world. In fact, it is, I think, ZipRecruiter that has done it. It has the perfect niche to be the most help to the most employers when they're trying to hire. And at the same time, the biggest help for employees. 
ZipRecruiter Zip Recruiter takes the best employees to fill your position and hands them to you, connects them in a streamlined, easy process, efficient, clean, super fast. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And try it now for free. Free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all the conservative voices at the Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com. Promo code Glenn. Hello and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. A message to President Trump. Please take Joe Rogan up on his off- offer. Uh, Joe Rogan said yesterday, a friend suggested to him while he was in his podcast, said, you know, you should. Uh, have you ever thought about doing a debate? And he said, who would I debate? And he said, no, having the debates, no, a no BS debate. Put Joe Biden in one chair, Donald Trump in the other. Don't let either of them uh you know uh dominate and and uh turn this into just a political nightmare just ask them questions and insist that they answer and he said no but if they do it i'd love it well he tweeted later who's in for this and donald trump said i am he retweeted joe rogan said i am i think he should make a date and challenge joe biden to show up with joe rogan and if he doesn't show up donald trump should show up himself with joe rogan i think that Mm -hmm. would be tremendous just tremendous because they're going to try to say that uh you know we can't dignify uh, uh, Donald Trump with a debate. We we can't even stand on the same stage with him. They're yeah. going to try to get out of the debate every way they can. They'll also say that Joe Rogan isn't a serious person. Uh, if I remember right, Barack Obama did an interview with the woman who took a bath in like Cheerios or SpaghettiOs. Do you remember That's that? Right. Yeah. right. I mean, yep. I think Joe Rogan's a little more serious than that lady. <laughs> um, but uh, please do it. I think it would be huge huge for uh for donald trump to take him up set a date show up and challenge joe biden to show up the entire time i think it would be uh tremendous all right uh let me go to the phones with uh debbie hello debbie you're on the glenbeck program hi glenn hi so i did not vote for donald trump the first time mm-hmm. uh, and i absolutely plan to vote for him this next time and why didn't you vote for him the first time? The first time, um, I was a complete Ted Cruz supporter. Mm-hmm. And I did not like the things that President Trump had said about Ted Cruz and his father and mm-hmm. some others. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted somebody, um, uh, Frank, who I felt had a little higher moral character. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I did not vote for Hillary. Mm-hmm. And I was ecstatic when she lost. Um, but after watching the job that President Trump has actually done while in office, and frankly, while watching the press or listening and listening to the press and the way he's been treated and mischaracterized 
Um, so you don't believe that he was a climate arsonist? Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Okay. Although it's an interesting new name. Yes, it is. Uh, it is. But one of my big turnarounds early on was when the press started reporting that President Trump had called all Mexicans racist or rapists mm-hmm. and, yeah. and that sort of thing. Mm. And I thought, why in the world would he say that? Well, I had an opportunity right after that started getting reported to go back and watch the original press conference. And it was nothing like what was reported. And so that really taught me or really emphasized uh, to me to go back and go to the original sources and watch Mm -hmm. the press conference, read Mm -hmm. the speech. And it happens over and over again where, I mean, he's not a perfect man. I still, I know who he is, Um, but he's done a phenomenal job while in office. And I think he has earned the right to another term. I love what he's done for the country. I love that he loves the country. Yeah, I think Um, that is one of the big things, Debbie. Thank you for your call. I think that's one of the big things is, you know, two things about him for sure. His children love him and children could not be that close to a, a monster without being a monster themselves and say what you want about the children. Uh, but I don't think they're monsters. Uh, Ivanka is just, I don't agree with her probably on a lot of uh, stuff, but she's a decent person. And she'd have to be a monster to know if her father was really like what everybody said, she'd be a monster herself. And I don't believe that. Um, The second thing that you need to know about Donald Trump is he does love the country. And that used to be something you could just count on. Not anymore. And I don't think that Joe Biden hates the country. Joe Biden's not in control of himself. I mean, if we don't tell him that it's Tuesday and time to go vote and where to vote, he won't remember and he won't find his way to a, uh, a polling place. And I say that not, you know, in, in half, only half joking. He's not in charge of it. Uh, and the radicals that he surrounded his administration with, they don't love the country. Uh, let me go to Matthew in Alabama. Hello, Matthew. Hi. Hi. Um, so yeah, I, I also uh, did not vote for Donald Trump last time. Um, I think a, a lot of reasons that uh, was just said, uh, I did not like him as a person. I could not stand how he talked and acted. Um, wasn't sure what to think of all of his policies or to trust that he really would be a conservative. Um, and so Biles didn't vote for Hillary, just you know, chose a third party. Uh, this time, though, between seeing just the way he's been treated by the media and seeing that he has done a lot better governing than I thought, I still wish he would burn his phone or someone would take his phone for him. Mm. Um, but I I think I will vote for him. Uh, I, I'm feeling like, yeah, I think I can vote for him this time. Mostly because this time, uh, I've been talking about my thought, my eyes still is not on board voting for him, but... But Joe is also, I just, the, the, the Democrats have shifted so much more for the left. I feel like the policies are so much more extreme on their side. I feel like I can't just stand in the middle. I have to pick a side and mm. I'm, I am picking mm. Trump side. 
Well, Matthew, thank you very much. What's holding your wife back? Um, still a lot of, of, of who, who Trump is, but she also, we also had a lot of discussions about everything happening with, especially with race happening. And, and she's a lot more on board with anti-racism and things like that. And we've talked a lot about the pros and cons of both sides. And I will say one thing I'm disappointed with Trump and Republicans is I feel like we are missing the opportunity with only pointing out how extreme and what the goals of the left are without recognizing that what they're doing is taking a real issue where there is real pain and we're not putting up a different solution. We're, we're mm-hmm. like, cause there, there are black, you know, blacks do have less income. They do have less wealth. There have been, there are worse schools, but, but I, I'm with, you know, you that like the, the things that they're putting out as far as the solutions are not the right solutions. They will, make it worse for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we don't, if you know, what he did with uh, his first step of, of criminal justice reform, I think was a great thing. And I think if he speaks to that and say, yeah, here are some things we can do. You know, police are great. But let's hear some accountability that could happen. Yeah. Um, the school system could be better for everyone. Here are some things I think could happen. And I think if there would be more on, I think if we leave a vacuum, it, it leaves more, it leaves well, I, I will, for the extremists to flourish. I will tell you this, Matthew. Uh, if the president wants to take action to help the police, uh, then you are starting to wander dangerously into uh, perilous ground constitutionally. You do not want the federal government involved in your local police. That is a very important uh, separation. It cannot become a federal uh, institution with any in any way, shape or form. And we already are wading into those waters. Um, the second thing is, is that the president shouldn't be uh, the one talking about solutions. And I know this is a very, you know, libertarian kind of view, but that's not the president's job. Uh, it's not even the president's job to create jobs. It's his job to uh, execute the constitution which would create jobs if we did that but look at the look at the difference between saying i've got special programs for everybody and just creating jobs look at the difference that happen in the lives of african americans you know it, one of the big things that is causing the disparity is the the destruction of the family the african american family and quite frankly the white family and God forbid the Hispanic family, as those families are destroyed, more poverty happens. So the best thing we can do is is relieve uh, the African-American and all people in poverty of some of these horrible restrictions on uh, on welfare or, or whatever that are holding people into a position where it's better if they're not married, if they're not t- together. Uh, that's really unpopular, but you know, those are the kinds of things that really, truly make a difference. Thank you, Matthew. One more quick call from Scott in Ohio. Hello, Scott. Hey, Glenn, how are you? Very good. Are you a member of the union? No, I'm not. I, I used to drive limousine. Okay. In fact, I drove, I drove you and, uh, I was called a troublemaker by the, by the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> But I I know a lot of people, this is all Uniontown, uh, and I know a lot of people that work at Jeep. They won't admit it, but they are not Biden supporters. They're going to vote for Trump. 
they can't say it because they're in the union. They'd be ostracized and, and whatever. But Toledo's always been a union town. We we've had we set our record for most murders in a, in a year this year. Congratulations! And, and they can't and they can't figure out why. Well, it's because we've had Democrats running this city for fifty years, and that's the whole thing. They don't think about trying to solve problems. They just try to put a Band-Aid but on it. Do you think Do you think the average Democrat is seeing that now? Uh, a lot of them are. Good. Good. But, but, a, but a lot of them in town, I would not dare put a Trump sign in front of my house. Wow. Because I, I would, I'm sure I would have all kinds of problems. Uh, I could put a Black Lives Matter sign in my yard. Sure. I'd, I'd be fine. But sure. uh, I had a blue lines. We had an officer that was shot in Toledo, and I put a sign out supporting the police, and that was somebody, you know, tore it down and, and took off with it. But um, mm. it was I only had it for maybe an hour. Holy cow. And Holy cow. took it down. Yeah, I, I will tell you, Scott, thank you for having the bravery to do that. Um, and I don't think you're alone in in seeing this. Uh, and as they get more and more extreme, uh, the the left is the left is in charge of the Democratic Party right now. And the more they have these uh, these anti everything that America has ever held dear uh, rallies and the protests continue to go on, but they are riots, not protests. Uh, and the media continues to uh, just destroy Donald Trump, or at least in their mind, destroy Donald Trump. I think the media is going to be the the reason a second time Donald Trump is elected. I think if they just would have done honest reporting. You wouldn't have had this deep divide and you could have made a case. But I think there are so many people that see Donald Trump has just been dragged through the mud relentlessly. This this uh, impeachment thing that didn't help. That made it worse, much worse. And I think people see that. And, you know, America has always been for the underdog. And for the first time in my life, the president of the United States is the underdog. Once upon a time, the Honey app didn't exist. Back in those dim, dark days of internet shopping, if you wanted to apply a promo code or a coupon to get a discount on something, you actually had to go find it yourself. Half the time, the code didn't even work. You had to start looking all over. I can't begin to describe how the world of online shopping sucked way back then. Thankfully, now we have Honey, and you can download it onto your computer or device in no time. It's absolutely free. You'll never pay a dime for it. Uh, You can earn gift card rewards when you shop with Honey. Most importantly, your information isn't harvested. Honey makes all of its profit on the seller side of things. Honey has found over 17 million members and $2 billion worth of savings for those 17 million members. What's going to find for you? Only one way to find out. What you need to do is get Honey for free right now at joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. Start saving money on all of your online shopping right away. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. 
Let me take uh, Jason in uh, Indiana. Hey, Jason. Morning, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, just rolling down the interstate. You a truck driver? Yes, sir. Oh, good. I can't get over uh, that. I'm sorry. I have to ask the kid in me. Just can you blow your horn? I just it's. it's can I do? Can I do what? Blow you blow your horn. It's just a. Uh, thank you. It's just an eight-year-old boy thing. I think still. But anyway, we've got a minute here, Jason. I'm sorry. What's up? Oh, that's fine. Uh, the other day, I was uh, in Cincinnati and I was parked and I was unloading my tanker, and there's about a thousand vehicles showing their support for Donald Trump, and I was totally impressed with what, how many people were there. I'd say there's more than a thousand between cars, motorcycles, semis with flatbed semis with Trump 2020 yeah. blue line. They're just oh, astounding. Yeah. Let me, sh- let me, it, was. it is, it's amazing, Jason. And none of this is being covered. Thank you for your call. Let, real quick. Let me play the video just real quick and describe it here for you. Uh, this is the rally in Florida thousands of cars you can i mean as far as you can see all ready for this big trump rally here is the here is the biden uh rally literally like 14 cars look at that look at that an empty parking lot with 14 cars they they should be worried they should be worried hey everybody knows paypal but did you know that they were teaming up with honey to save you money honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart and now it's part of the paypal family just add honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal when it comes to checkout just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up a few seconds later honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop honey works on nearly every online store walmart doordash home depot uh lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back this is the glenbeck program all right i want to talk to you a little bit about rough greens Rough Greens, your dog, my dog, Pat's dog, part of the family. I cannot believe Pat's dog is 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 what the dog is. I mean, you've turned into an old lady. No, it's well, it's you know, it's my wife's dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really, that's uh-huh. that's the deal. Sitting on your chest all the time. Uh, I will say this though, she won't even touch her food without Rough Greens on top of it. Won't. She won't even eat it. Nope. She just looks at it, walks away from it. Well, it why, do you, why do you try to st- stop it? Well, my wife stopped it for a day or two because she didn't like the green beard that she got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is adorable, oh, actually. I think it's great. I love the green beard. Uh, I'm telling you, the dogs love this. And it's not a dog food. It's what you put on top of the dog food. It's called Rough Greens. R-U-F-F greens.com. Rough greens.com has everything your dog needs to lead a healthier lifestyle. Rough greens.com.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the program. There might be something we should look into with the organization called Act Blue. Uh, they've raised a lot of money. They raised it for uh, Black Lives Matter and all kinds of people. Well, the um, Take Back Action Fund has uh, analyzed $400 million in donation. And the $400 million in donations seem to have some red flags of maybe some foreign involvement. Uh, and one of the reasons is um, half of the money... Hundreds of millions of dollars, half of that was from unemployed individuals. Now, I don't I don't know where they're getting three hundred million dollars, three hundred million dollars. But those are pretty wealthy, unemployed individuals. We have that plus what's going on with the investigation, with uh, Judicial Watch, with the Mueller team accidentally wiping phones, a story that no one is talking about who the real whistleblower was, all that and more coming up in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right. When it comes to buying or selling your house right now is the time that you should be going full speed ahead. Uh, The real estate process is really difficult depending on where you are. Some places, I mean, Jeez, do you see that that uh, condo in New York? It was, I think it was $51 million, and it was purchased three years ago. It has just sold for $19 million. Wow. Can you mm. imagine taking Jeez. that kind of a bath? Uh, so it depends on where you are, on whether you can sell your house. Some places it's going like crazy. And if you're moving into a place like like Texas, you need to have the right real estate agent that can get on that house, get the lowest price and get it before anybody else does. A lot of the houses are selling, you know, sight unseen uh, here in Texas and other places like that. This is why we have real estate agents. I trust you need somebody who really can do the right job selling an impossible house to sell buy an impossible house a house to buy. The name says it all. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. You can go there now, get a free referral, no cost to you. Do your own homework. But these are the people that we've interviewed and we've looked at their record and we monitor every day to make sure that everything is going exactly the way we would want it to go if we were buying the house. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, sell or buy your house the right way. realestateagentsitrust.com. Tom Fitton is the president of Judicial Watch. He has really Judicial Watch has done so much uh, in regard to keeping the truth out there. They have been, um, you know, entering FISA, uh, not FISA, um, but um, yeah, Freedom of Information Act. That's not FISA. It's uh, FO, uh, FOIs. F-I- yeah, FOIs, <laughs> um, uh, to get FOIAs, to get the documents that show what's happening to this administration is not true. All of the things on impeachment, a lot of that came out because of Judicial Watch. Tom, welcome to the program. 
Hey, Glenn, thank you. We don't do Pfizer's yet, although who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Depends on who's in, in office. Maybe maybe you will. Um, I want to I talk to you about several things. First of all, Act Blue. Are you following Act Blue at all? We have been. Uh, certainly their fundraising for uh, Black Lives Matter Global Foundation has been of interest to us. So Act Blue is a conglomerate of organizations. They do the political fundraising for campaigns and candidates, and as you pointed out, they're that PAC activity. Uh, but separately, they raise money through this charitable arm that then gets funneled to another third party, which is running Black Lives Matter as a fiscal sponsor. So if you want to give money to Black Lives Matter, you can't. You give it to Act Blue that has, I guess, a pinky promise with this Tide Center, which is a far-left group, that is acting as a fiscal sponsor for Black Lives Matter. You can't give a donation of Black Lives Matter. At right. least and have, it, have it be tax deductible. It's an unusual set of circumstances that if a similarly situated, well-known conservative group was involved in, that be called for investigation. Oh, my gosh. And there should be investigations on either side that would do something as slimy as this. Act Blue, I think the latest document that I saw shows that about 7% of what goes into Act Blue actually goes to Black Lives Matter. So where's the rest of it going? Where's the rest of it going? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I've never seen anything like this. I've been, I've been involved in nonprofit work for 20 plus years and uh, the idea of a fiscal sponsorship uh, that's something the left has been doing though when you think about it remember acorn yeah they kind of operated the same way they mm -hmm. had all these allegedly independent groups that were run by one central organization and in this case it's the tide center which uh is the uh incubator for the far left and their organizations yeah I did a lot of work on the Tides Foundation and uh, called many, many names. Nobody did anything about it. And now look at the juggernaut that they um, that they are. Any comment on on, you know, two hundred million dollars plus being uh, gathered from donations from homeless people or people that don't have a job? It's an awful lot of money, isn't it, Tom? It is a lot of money. And uh, again, uh, the area of political fundraising, they report what they report. And unless someone's willing to get behind the numbers and get behind uh, the, the self-reporting, uh, this is going to go on not only with Act Blue, but everyone else. And uh, uh, Act Blue suggests that the reason that they have all these unemployed people is because they're homemakers or they're wealthy and they don't need uh, to report anything other than being unemployed or self-employed but you know it highlights the fact that uh, a lot of money sloshes around in our political system and despite all these laws for transparency which i really don't put much faith in anyway uh both on principle and in practical and practical issues uh, practically speaking uh it, it's hard to track where all the money's coming from and so all this concern about foreign funding you know there are a lot of easy ways for foreign nationals to participate in our election system without getting caught in an improper way. All right. Let me change the uh, subject. There is a story that uh, I read um, well documented, well sourced, and I am not seeing it anywhere that the actual whistleblower during the impeachment was Vinman himself. Lieutenant Colonel Vinman was the guy who was on the phone call 
was disturbed, as in his own words, because it was going against a policy that he uh, agreed with and and had worked hard on and wanted to see pursued. And he he went and talked to Schiff, if I understand this right. He couldn't be the whistleblower because he was on the phone call. So they needed a another guy. And he went and told someone about it and said, blow the whistle, go to Schiff, go to these people and blow the whistle. Um, that is that. Do I have that right? I think it's I think it's close enough. Uh, it, it became pretty clear during the impeachment hearings themselves when he was questioned on it, that Vindman had, had talked to the alleged whistleblower that uh, Schiff colluded with and properly, in my view. You know, and my concern has always been, been that, you know, just because someone else is has a national security clearance, it doesn't mean you can tell them everything, that, anything you want, just because if it's classified. They have to have a need to know. And if he was improperly sharing the contents of that classified call, A, with his brother, or B, with his buddy over at the CIA, evidently, that was the actual whistleblower who had worked previously in the White House, both under Obama and Trump, that would have been inappropriate. And I've always, I've always been, I've been highlighting the need that Vindman should be criminally investigated, the whistleblower should be criminally investigated, and to the degree Schiff was involved in the sharing and properly classified information in his staff, that criminal investigation should extend into the House. So here's my frustration. A lot of this stuff, Tom, we've had for months now. We've known a lot of really damning stuff, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. And if it is, it's, it's going to happen during the election, and then what happens after that? Yeah, the Justice Department uh, has been asleep at the switch on virtually every major corruption issue here. And uh, Durham was appointed, for instance, in April of last year, and it's now what, 17, 18 months later, I could use my fingers to count, we've had one plea agreement that was kind of half-baked. It was handed to him on a silver platter by the IG late last year. Nothing else. No report. Maybe someone's being targeted. Maybe Strzok gets indicted. I don't know. But in many ways, it's too late. If he does it now, politically, it's going to cause a maelstrom, um, which is unnecessary. And then B, as you point out, after the election, depending on who wins, it either lives or dies. So what happens? I mean, we have a horribly corrupt system that I wouldn't want a Democrat or a Republican to have to go through. I don't care who it is, but it is. We have seen now a deep state. We're seeing it with the CDC. The CDC yesterday we found out is going forward with their uh, their their uh, critical race theory education, even though the president has signed a directive that no one in the administration, no one in our government is supposed to be holding those things. They just thumb their nose up. I mean, we have a constitutional crisis because there's there's no one that is answer answering for any of these things. Who's in charge? That's right. I, I've I've been highlighting the crisis. It's called the problem we have is we don't even have self government anymore. You know, is it consent of the government when we elect Congress and they don't do anything and just write checks and then keep their eyes closed the rest of the time? No, the agencies don't think they're accountable to the, either the president or the American people. 
And depending on who's the president, the president doesn't act like he's accountable. We saw that with President Obama. And in terms of the CDC and these other agencies, there's this casual sedition that goes on. It's really Mm -hmm. quite dramatic. Uh, And uh, it's happening virtually every day. I'm sure the president is frustrated by it. But if I were him in terms of like the Obamagate and all the corruption, I would just go uh, declare a transparency emergency. Tell the agencies, release everything you have. Stop with the stonewalling. For instance, we just got the... um, the documents about the wiped phones by Mueller's team, 27, 31, however you count it. I don't know if you've been able to wipe your own phones, but I've never no. figured out how that could be. Done. No, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. DOJ's had the document for a year. A year. We we actually first asked for the information back in December or the begin, at the end of 2018. We sued a year ago. So let's say the clock began when then. Let's let's be generous. They sat on it for a year. They are still hiding struck page documents. They are still hiding text messages. We just sued for Fauci emails. I don't know. It's not necessarily necessarily because Fauci did anything wrong. We wanted to know CDC communications with WHO in China in the early days mm-hmm. of the um, mm-hmm. of the virus to see what the lies were that we were being told. They're telling us they can't get to them until only at a rate of 500 pages a month, which means 8,000 pages will be reviewed. And and that means we won't be getting them until, do the math, 2022. What's happening? What's happening to us? Contempt for the rule of law. It's a contempt for the rule of law within the agencies and the president's appointees don't give a rat's tail about this transparency. They don't. And it's resulting in, as you point out, a rule of law crisis. So what is going to happen? We can't continue as a nation. We have no trust in anything. We see people getting away with it. We, I see reports. FBI is looking into the funding of uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa and these protests. Guys, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And it feels like we're looking and looking and looking and then nothing happens. When is, I mean, how do we survive, Tom, if nothing is done? Well, it's a challenge. And, and um, I say that judicial watch is one way forward. We kind of keep the government, it seems like it's completely out of control, but we bring it back down to earth using the rule of law and the accountability of free information, the Freedom of Information Act. So there's a, a, an ability to petition the government under our Constitution mm-hmm. that we have to exercise more forcefully and more regularly. Uh, the left is quite adept uh, at getting information out to destroy their political opponents from the government. Here we want to figure out about the corruption of the government, and Judicial Watch is often alone in pushing for it. Uh, Congress has got to reform and restore itself. Uh, and certainly the agencies have got to be curtailed and cut back because the abuses will get, increase and metastasize the bigger and bigger government gets. In my view, it's and taking a 50,000 foot view, big government, big secrecy, big corruption, big oppression. They all go hand in hand. And uh, you've got to pull it all back. You've got to curtail the government, ensure transparency, reform and restore the Congress. And have a president and cabinet agency heads who take this seriously. In my view, IGs are like a uh, a waste of time mm-hmm. if the cabinet agency heads are doing their jobs. 
That's that's what they should be do. The, mm-hmm. head, the heads of the agencies should be the IGs. Well, I don't know if I trust. <laughs> I don't know if I trust. I'd like as many eyes checking on these guys as as possible. Yeah, uh, well, but, I hear you. But the IGs are a crit- are a creature of the deep state, and our experience used to both suppress information and target whistleblowers. That's what they are. Remember, wow. they weren't put in there by the good guys. They were put in there by the radical left who thought they needed to control the quote presidency. Uh, to keep um, uh, the bureaucracies mm. free to do what they wanted to do. Mm. All right, Tom, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Keep up the uh, good work. Uh, it's Judicial Watch. If you if you want to help out, see what they do, um, or blow a whistle, judicialwatch.org, judicialwatch.org. Thanks, Tom. All right, I want to talk to you about uh, pain. Uh, Lee lives in Ohio. One Sunday morning, not so long ago, she found herself sitting on the couch. She was in tears. She was she had spent day after day after day for years in pain. And at that moment, it just broke her. She didn't feel like she had anything to do. She didn't know. So she finally is like, I just like Glenn Beck keeps talking about it, ranting on and on about relief factor. Enough was finally enough. And she had nothing else to lose except her pain. She wrote, she said, within eight days of starting, she began to feel her symptoms lessen. And within a month, it was almost complete. She was almost completely out of pain. Nowadays, she gets on about half the dose she started on. She feels like a new person every single day. No more sitting on the couch crying for her. She's done with all of that. She has her life back. Please just try it. Relief Factor, it's not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. And you can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. What do you have to lose? Relief Factor. If you want to get your life back, relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. You can call 800-583-84, 800-583-84, or just go online. Relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Just uh, amazing. You know, uh, you, you were just talking to Tom uh, from uh, Judicial Watch about s- this money and, and government watchdogs. Uh, Act Blue has raised almost $900 million for this election cycle. $900 million. Uh, Where is all that money coming from? As you mentioned, and you talked to Tom about this, uh, 346 million of which came from unemployed people <laughs> and unemployed incredible. people and they're not identifiable. Right. You, you, you can't identify who they are. They right. just checked unemployed. That's all they know. So I don't have to tell you anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. Could be Russian billionaires. We don't know who they don't are. know who it is. Don't know who it is. And and how is Black Lives Matter and Antifa? Have you noticed how these guys yeah. are flying from city to city and getting? Yes. These guys don't have jobs. That money's coming from someplace. Where's that money coming from? Where's the money coming from? Probably Act Blue and George Soros. A lot of the Act Blue money is probably coming from George Soros as well. I bet you. I'll bet if you trace a lot of this money, that's what you would find. You know, he's got an organization that we exposed um, of what about two months ago that is truly terrifying. He got together and brought together. 70 billionaires 
and he put together a group. Jeez. They meet once a year. You have $250,000 in dues that are are required. And then you have How much in dues? 250,000. Okay. Uh, every year. A year. Okay. Then you have to donate I think it's an additional 250,000 minimum to whatever the group says they're going to do. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That's why Black Lives Matter has Jeez. all the money that they have. Wow. These billionaires, these people that are, I mean, look, they're, they're not anti-capitalist. Mm. They are for, how does George Soros make his money? He collapses economies. He goes in, he mm-hmm. rapes it, he buys it all up. Then he sells it quick and says, I don't have any trust in this. And all my friends don't have any trust in this. We're getting out. And it collapses. That's why he's not even welcome in his home country. He's not welcome in like four countries because he's done it. He's doing it to the whole planet right now. He's doing it to the entire Western world. And nobody's paying attention. Nobody cares. It's it's not like he hates capitalism. He likes dirty capitalism. Mm -hmm. He's going to have all the money. He and his friends will have all the money. They'll survive. They'll have your money. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I've always hated shaving. It's a hassle. Remember when you were a kid, you you couldn't wait to start shaving? (laughs) That hair coming out of your chin, you were like, oh, man, it's going to be a full beard tomorrow. Yeah, no. Uh, Time to put some enjoyment back into the shaving process. You don't need all the foams and gels and weird lawnmower razor blades. All you need is Shave Secret. Shave Secret is a blend of essential oils. It's going to give you the best shave of your life. Good for the skin. It's a few drops of essential oils that you put in the, the palm of your hand. That's all you need. And you put it on your face. Ladies put it on their leg. You're going to smell great. It smells really, really good. Your your skin um, is just conditioned from this essential oil. It's great. And it comes in a little teeny bottle because you don't need very much of it. Shave Secret, available regionally at HEB, Wegmans, Walmart, and Amazon. Or you can go just right straight to the source at shavesecret.com and use the promo code BECK to get 10% off. It's shavesecret.com. Use the promo code BECK. And don't forget... To use the promo code Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. <laughs> I like it. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, I, I want to talk to the citizens of Portland because I have to apologize. Uh, you know, Antifa has been on the streets and they've been like, we've got to stop fascism because we are living in a fascistic state. And I'm like, no, you're really not. Uh, you're living in the United States of America. Uh, and they're like, no, this is fascist. And then we started doing our homework and I realized they may be right. They may be right. So I may have to apologize for saying that. You know, Portlanders are not living in a fascistic uh, state. You have an unusual form of government um, where the city council members manage all of the city bureaus. But uh, they decide which bureaus get assigned to the council members, which bureaus get assigned to them. That's made by the mayor. So the city council 
just is doing the bidding of what the mayor says. So he is the elected mayor of of Portland. And he's also in charge of the police. He's the police commissioner. And I don't know if you knew that, but I did not know yeah, that. He didn't know that. Yeah. So, so if, he's if the mayor and the police commissioner. Yes. So if let's say we were watching Batman. Right. OK. The mayor would come in and say to the police commissioner, we got to get Batman on the phone. And then huh. the mayor would look at himself as the police commissioner and say, I'll start the bat signal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's handy, though. It is. It is. Cuts down on all of the meetings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's also the head of the Office of Equity and Human Rights and hmm. the head of emergency management and the head okay. of the budget office. But just those. And the head oh, of the Office one. of Management and Finance. Uh, okay. And, and the Portland Development Commission <laughs> and the Housing Bureau. So if something's happening at his house, the mayor's house, Mm -hmm. he can immediately call himself at the housing bureau and say, look, something is going on and Mm -hmm. I demand some action here. And then the housing bureau says, I just got a call from the mayor. And (laughs) that's why I'm calling you police commissioner, because you've got to do something. And he's like, I got to do something. We're trying to do an emergency here. We're in an emergency situation. Call the Office of Emergency Management. And so the the mayor calls the who is now the police chief is calling the emergency management. And he picks up the phone. The mayor does. And he says, my gosh, this is horrible. And then the mayor calls them all and says, I want a meeting with all of you. And I want some answers. Now, you all go to work, and I demand that there is, there is a report on my desk by three this afternoon. And then he goes to work. Man, it's a brilliant. That's ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. At least it takes less time to assemble all those people yeah, to, a, it does. to a meeting. Yeah, and you than don't, in most towns. Hey, look, you don't have a problem with, uh, you know, carbon. Right. All the cars Cuts going back down and on forth. global warming. It's great. It's great. So now um, he was elected in 2016 and Tiva doesn't like him very much. Uh, and that's very sad. Think of Portlanders with a very sad face. Uh, so there is a new candidate that is running. Her name is Sarah Ayanna Roan. And uh, she came in second in the primary. With a whopping 24% of the vote. So she almost got to the Hitler number, but not quite. And she's now in a runoff in November against Ted Wheeler. Now, here's the great thing. Uh, Ayanna Rohn is a longtime community organizer, which, don't laugh, we know how powerful they can be. <laughs> we do. Uh, last year, she tweeted... To all those who say Antifa are violent thugs, I am not a violent thug, and I am Antifa. I am Antifa because the red hats are coming after brown and black people, after Jews, after queer and trans people, and more. Hmm. The Hmm. red hats are. Really? That's weird. Because I haven't seen any of that. Um, And the Jew thing is weird, especially today, seeing that, I mean, they're going to put Jared Kushner in charge of peace in the Middle East. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, except it's working. And they're in the White House now signing the deal, the peace treaty between Israel and the UAE. In July, she tweeted this. The cops are violent agitators. Full stop. Wow. 
Playboy magazine interviewed her and her campaign manager with the headline Antifa in focus. And in the interview, she says, I feel a responsibility to change the public discourse uh, around anti-fascism. Absolutely. Because this problem exists within the system. And it's important that we use radical tactics. And her platform states one of her goals is destigmatizing anti-fascism and clearly demonstrating that the people of Portland wish to stand up and rise uh, uh, against the rise of fascism and white nationalism. The demonization of anti-fascism is dangerous for a democracy. Wow. Here she is in an interview just last month on Portland's NBC affiliate. Do you denounce this kind of behavior separate from the larger, more peaceful protests, Sarah? No. They say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of care. I would have to go back prior to this uprising to work on the issues that are causing these folks to be angry in the streets, working Uh. on policing accountability more aggressively we need to understand these protests are an important part of a healthy democracy just as much but what about the criminal activity we're seeing do you denounce that part Mm -hmm, of it mm -hmm. i understand why they're angry (laughs) but lighting fires with people inside the building would you denounce that part of it with lighting fires Uh arson with people inside buildings I'm not the person setting the fires. I'm not ah, the person doing okay. the But okay. will you denounce I'm it? I'm not here to tell. That's not the question. Protest. So you I denounce don't it? smash windows. I clean, I clean up when things are unfairly targeted. But here's what I have to say. Their outrage wow. at the police is valid. And the problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of police brutality and executing black lives in the streets mm. is more important than vandalism to me. And we can't forget that in this historic moment. It's more important lives people are in buildings because this is what antifa tried to do a couple of weeks ago they trapped police officers in a building put a bag of concrete uh on the exits so you couldn't move and open the exit doors and then they lit the building on fire she won't that's i can't deny that however she does go on to say this it's not going to stop until we admit that the police brutality is what people are protesting and until the police brutality stops and accountability is mandated, then the protests are not going to stop. And that's why I think the answer is not what does the mayor do today, but what we should have been doing years ago in terms of how we satisfy the community demands for justice. Peaceful protests, wow. in my opinion, might not necessarily be moving the conversation forward. And so we have to look at this mm. as part of a healthy democratic process. Mm. Okay. So there's the one you can vote for Ted Wheeler, who has the experience of being everything. Uh, and boy, I'm telling you, that chief of police is is being monitored by the mayor and the guy who's running the Department of Emergency Management. They are watching him like a hawk. Anyway, you got that guy or this woman. Wow. Portland's just so overrun by fascists that they just have to confront them she says these right-wing types call me an anarchist and a communist and a terrorist because they're scared of progressives who stand up to bullies there are right-wing smears out there who try to make being anti-fascist something that you should be against it's 2020 
if you support fascism, you shouldn't vote for me. I'm anti-fascism. I don't want our country turning into what we see on The Handmaid's Tale. On The Handmaid's Tale. Well, that's really close. I mean, I don't know if you know, we lost Georgia to The Handmaid's Tale uh, (laughs) just last week. It's really rad. So 15 homicides uh, in July in Portland, the deadliest month in Portland in 30 years. The worst summer in Portland in over 30 years. Mm. And why? Is this really the option? And is this when she's talking about the police? That's not what they're saying. Remember, they're saying, give us your stuff or we'll burn it all down. By the way, speaking of burning everything down, we have an update on uh, PolitiFact. The George Soros funded organization that will make sure that there's truth. And, oh, I can't wait to show you the truth on the fires. And I can't wait to have Facebook attempt, attempt to ban us, restrict us, demonetize us on the news that we have on the fires. They'll say fake news. Really? Because we have all of the documents. So how are you going to make that claim? That's coming up. And on tomorrow's broadcast, tomorrow night at 9 p.m., the coming civil war, how America could end in 2020. This is not hyperbole. In fact, I had I uh, was talking to some uh, former DHS guys. And I said, and I was going to explain it. I was going to say, you know, I think there is a chance I'm doing a special on the fact that civil war uh, could break it could break out uh, in the beginning of November. And I was going to say, and I know that might sound and they just went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, hello, dummy. Yeah, of course it is. Mm. I mean, it is it is on our doorstep. And we can prevent it, but you have to know what the game is that is being played. You are being cast into a role right now. You are being manipulated and used right now. If, if the game is exposed to you, you'll know how not to act. Tomorrow is a very critical show. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m., only on the Blaze TV. If you are not a subscriber of Blaze TV, please become one. Please, we need your support now more than ever. Join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you'll save 10% on your subscription. And don't miss tomorrow night. Please tell a friend. Watch it together, if you must. Watch it with your family. Tomorrow is a very important show. Probably the most important thing we have done for the health of the Republic. And it's all going to, it's all going to happen between now and Christmas. Thanks for reaching out to the Glenn Beck Program. Solo. Sorry, all of our hosts are busy hanging themselves now, but... All right. Mm. My pillow. I sleep really, really, really well. I've got a system now, and it is. It's got, I've got all the components 
to make sure that I sleep. And Mike Lindell, surprisingly, is one of the guys who has helped me a lot with this, with the right pillow and the right sheets. One of my favorite products is the Giza Dream Sheets. And they were, when they first launched them, they were two for one. Uh, then, I don't know, for about six months or so, they were regular price. Well, they're on sale again, two for one. That includes free shipping when you use the promo code BECK. Remember, MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, but you're not going to need it. Once you've slept on the Giza street, uh, sheets, you are going to love them. Love them. They are so soft and comfortable. Uh, MyPillow.com. Go there. Click on the new radio listener specials. Check out the new two-for-one low price on the Giza Dream Sheets plus free shipping. You'll find deep discounts on my uh, MyPillow products as well, all the other ones. Uh, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials now, 800-966-3117, MyPillow.com. Yeah. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, we're really glad that you've uh, joined us today. Uh, coming up, I have to see, do we get him on? He's so incredibly busy. Um, I think we have uh, Christopher Rufo on. We don't have him on? Okay. Um, I don't know if you saw the story that he released yesterday about the CDC. The CDC oh, has moved forward with their critical race theory uh, training programs uh, where they are training people in the CDC all about uh, the uh, all about the white fragility, uh, how white people are responsible, how the whole system of government is uh, skewed to white people and it's inherently racist. Well, Donald Trump put an executive order in that said no none of the administration departments are to be teaching any of this and they just went ahead anyway they're blatantly ignoring the president of the united states they work for him but they think that they are above elected officials they think because they know better they work for them no you work for instance can you imagine the just war theory. Do you remember what the just war theory is? It's what stops us from being Hitler's monsters. Okay. It is a Christian theory about when war is just and when it's not about forgiveness and everything else. It's what has kept this country from being murderers. It's whole it's whole life. Well, Barack Obama comes in and he stops the just war theory classes at West Point. It's been taught forever. It's really important. And they stopped because he said to stop. He's the commander in chief. He's the elected official. Can you imagine what would have been said if the Pentagon said, yeah, you know what? We're going to teach it anyway. Whoa, whoa. Crazy. What would have been said? And I would have been there saying it, too. I agree with just war, but you have to obey the president of the United States. What, what are you talking about? Now the CDC that works for the president who works for you has decided, I don't give a flying crap. Every single person at the CDC involved in this should be fired. Uh, I want to talk to you about Bilt Bar and... Um, 
Bill, I don't know who had this this morning uh, for a snack. Really? You don't know? I don't. Hmm. They That's are weird. so good. <laughs> I eat. The, I mean, look, you eat these. People eat these because they want to be healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not me. Not me. I eat them because they're. it is real 100% chocolate. Mm. It's low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Tanya introduced them because she eats them and she's kind of a health person. She's like, you should eat it because it's really good for you. And I'm like, it's a protein bar. They taste like garbage. These are delicious. And I've talked to the guys who make them. They say, we won't make any. We won't make anything that doesn't come with flavor first. Got to be healthy. Mm. But if the flavor isn't there, we won't make it. And they're so good. I want you just to order a box. You can get ten dollars off your box right now if you use the uh, promo code. What is it? Promo code Beck uh, at builtbar.com. Use the uh, promo code Beck at builtbar.com. Just try these. I mean, when I stop eating cake along with these, I'm going to be so healthy. I'm going to be so healthy. And that's coming soon? Soon. As really soon. You, as soon as your mm-hmm. wife and you stop sending cookies to my house, okay. it'll be a lot better. America. Hey, it's not like we have some sort of a constitutional crisis going on. No, we just have the CDC knowing what's better for the CDC than the president of the United States. Now, sure, those are all unelected appointed officials, but hey, they're people, too, and they disagree with the president. So even though there's an executive order that says you're not to do this, they decided to do it anyway. And they're doing it for days. And just sticking it in the face of the president. Isn't that the way a constitutional republic is supposed to work? If you say yes, you should probably switch the channel. If you say, what the is happening? Oh, stick with us. We begin in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know what I love is the fact that we're number one. Uh, we are we're the number one person, you know, our country with debt. We're great. We're number one as a society for debt. Uh, and we've just hit the number one uh, limit again. We're about to uh, hit the level of debt that equals our entire GDP. So we've got debt. That it would take every dollar that anyone spends or earns or builds out of a year and just apply it to the debt. And that's what we're spending. Isn't that great? This is the largest since 1945. You know, the year that we used the atomic bomb and had to come up with it and had to build all the airplanes and ships and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're spending more money than that. It feels right for 2020. Space monkeys are coming soon. The uh, U.S. dollar is entering a 10-year decline cycle. Uh, They say that it could lose up to 36% of its value over the next year. May I recommend gold? 
Now, I know I've been saying that you should buy gold since it was $300 an ounce. I think it was like $326 an ounce when I started telling you, you should buy gold. And everybody said, oh, my gosh, you're going to make so much money. Gold is insane. Really? Have you checked the price of gold? Because if you would have listened to me before, maybe you would have been up on the uh, on the big run. I'm telling you now, I don't invest in gold uh, because I think it's a great investment. I invest because the world's going insane. And the minute the world stops going insane, stops spending money, stops devaluing our dollar, I'll stop buying gold. May I recommend you do your own homework? Right now, they have brilliant, uncirculated Kennedy half-dollar coins, the, the silver half-dollar coins, for every MS-62 $5 Liberty coin that you purchase. Now, that's a gold coin, $5 Liberty coin. They're beautiful, beautiful coins. Uh, if you don't know what MS-62 means, call Gold Line. Find out right now. It's a great way for you to pick up some free silver along with the superior gold that uh, you're going to need to require. Trust me on this. Special is only good this week. Call Gold Line right now. Um, ask them why I buy gold the way I do. Ask them what I buy, and they'll share it with you. Uh, it's important that I think you understand what's happening in the world. But do your own homework. 866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Tomorrow night, they say they want a revolution. We are a revolutionary organization. But what does it mean for the future of our republic? There's no free speech for fascists. Glenn exposes the left's dark plans for the November election. Democrats are pushing to make it available for all voters. And reveals who's behind the rehearsals for a coup. Civil War, the way America can end in 2020. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right, so a new face, at least on the national scale, um, that I am aware of. Uh, a guy who has been doing amazing work in the last few months and needs to be known by every freedom-loving person. Uh, his name is Christopher Rufo. He is a filmmaker, a writer, a policy researcher. Uh, he has directed four films for PBS, including his latest America Lost, that told the story of the three forgotten American cities. He is also the director of the Discovery Institute Center on Wealth, Poverty, and Morality, and a contributing editor at the City Journal, where he covers poverty, homelessness, addiction, crime, and other afflictions. Really smart guy and relentless, and people are starting to go to him now and say, I've got documents, and he is posting them online. And what he posted yesterday should chill all of us to the bones. Christopher, welcome to the program. How are you? Very well. Good to be with you. Uh, so tell me what you dumped yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was a big day because, as, as many of your listeners know, the president passed this executive order abolishing critical race theory trainings from all federal agencies. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, the CDC, uh, operating in direct violation of this order, uh, announced to their employees that they were moving forward with a very uh, kind of inflammatory critical race theory training uh, that spanned 13 weeks. Uh, I was able to obtain documents from inside the CDC, as well as a external PowerPoint that gives more content of the presentation. Uh, the content was truly horrific. It's talking about trying to destroy the system of meritocracy, trying to destroy the idea of American exceptionalism, and trying to weaponize the CDC to fight white supremacy. 
Um, but even more horrifically is that this was a direct violation. And actually, Glenn, this is breaking news. I heard uh, actually two minutes ago, uh, the director of OMB, Russ Vaught, uh, just announced on Twitter, he retweeted me uh, with a message saying that these things have been canceled, suspended uh, in- indefinitely. Uh, and, you know, I-, I imagine the White House was pretty upset, but this is actually a victory. The CDC has now been uh, kind of beaten back from its plan of continuing critical race theory training. So the, 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 the bad thing here is, is that uh, the response from the CDC was, hey, look, we have to do this because this is, uh, this is a health crisis. You know, racism in America is a health crisis and it's getting people killed on the streets. And so they just decided on their own. I will believe that something is actually being done when people start to clean house. I mean, this was, I mean, did you get your, was your source, can you even say, inside the system? Yes, my source was uh, inside the CDC. Uh, so I uh, had direct access to the internal emails uh, that were, you know, circulating about this training. So did you talk? Uh, to, I agree. Did, I think this is a, this is a good first step yeah. uh, to, uh, to cancel this training. But, but there's really two problems. One is that there has to be some more severe consequences. Um, I know that if you were in a private company and you directly violated uh, the CEO's order on something in a big way like this, uh, you would be out the door within a couple hours. Uh, I think the same standard should be held here. Uh, But also, uh, I'm just one person with one set of sources. How many other agencies across the federal government are violating uh, the president's order? I've had some unconfirmed reports that I'm working on now uh, that it's happening in uh, multiple agencies, including Customs and Border Patrol. Uh, oh, my gosh. And uh, I'm, I'm working on this, uh, you know, today and tomorrow to confirm. But my sense is that it's the tip of the iceberg, that actually there are probably hundreds of these trainings continuing to happen uh, in direct opposition to a presidential order, which raises the question, what's the point of having a president uh, if he doesn't have control over his own administration? So this is the deep state. This is what is meant by the deep state. Unelected officials that think they know better than the duly elected officials that they are supposed to work for. They believe, ah, presidents come and go. Congressmen, senators, they come and go. We don't have to do what they say. Just keep it quiet. Just keep moving forward. And they don't follow the directive of the duly elected officials. We do live in a fascistic state if that is true everything they say they're fighting well we got to fight fascism we got to fight with these police officers everything that you're saying you're fighting you're doing if you are part of the administration or the government and you are defying the orders of the president and help me out on this christopher i said a while ago that this is akin to when uh, Barack Obama said uh, the just war theory has to be taken out of the teachings uh, and we have to shut down the classes of the just war theory uh, in at West Point. I was wildly against that. Just war theory is what has stopped us from becoming the Nazis. I think it should be reinstated. But if the Pentagon would have said, sorry, Mr. President, we're going to teach it anyway, I would have been on the side of the president you can't you can't do that 
Otherwise, you don't have a presidency. You don't have a system of government. You have unelected people doing what they want. And unfortunately, I think that that's exactly what we have. I think that there is a kind of permanent administrative state uh, that operates on its own ideology uh, that really never changes depending on who's in office. And unfortunately, uh, for those of us on the right, uh, their ideology is kind of technocratic in nature, is progressive in nature, uh, is kind of scientific in nature. It very much dovetails nicely with a progressive administration. So I think what happens is that uh, we may score these tactical victories, like shutting down a training session, shutting down many training sessions. Uh, but the problem of the permanent bureaucracy remains. Um, how do we uh, make politics meaningful uh, if the largest organ of our politics, the federal government, which has you know, more than a million employees, uh, uh, if, 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 if the president, uh, who's a duly elected under a constitutional system, cannot control the bureaucracy. And in the past, they had a spoil system, which had its problems. But one advantage of that is that it, the bureaucracy was political. Uh, the bureaucracy is no longer political. It operates independently yes. uh, of our political forces. And I think that is a, uh, a true uh, constitutional problem uh, that we'll have to grapple with for the years to come. Well, this is something that the Obama administration and uh, what was it? Uh, something 2.0, Society 2.0 um, uh, with uh, Clinton and Soros that they had developed. This is what they developed and, and a system that operates on its own, no matter who. That's why the president was targeted with Ukraine. That's why they made that such a big deal. That's a that's a hill to die on. And that's why I keep saying if the president doesn't do something about that, if charges aren't brought up and real people fired because of what happened, Nothing's going to change if he just says you're stopping these and he doesn't fire the head of the CDC. If he doesn't fire all of the people that were involved in this, this is a cancer and it's going to continue to spread. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I think that it's important that uh, there be some sort of repercussion because if the only consequence is that the training gets canceled, no big deal. Any other agency around the government will say, well, you know, we can go, go forward with it. What's the worst that could happen? We'll get our training canceled. Um, but I think the attitude would be quite different if all of a sudden uh, you have uh, kind of civil service members uh, losing their jobs immediately. Uh, you raise the stakes. You create a disincentive to continue with this um, because an executive order is only as good as, as, as much as you can enforce it. Uh, so I'm hoping that this first step that was just announced uh, uh, by OMB Director Vaught uh, is only a first step, uh, and I'll be advocating for uh, some more severe consequences. Uh, so will we. Um, and if if you're exactly right, if they don't, uh, it's deep trouble. If they if they do, you will empower the whistleblowers as well. Because whistleblowers are, are right now sitting there watching and saying, I've got something that everybody should know. But if I blow the whistle and the top people don't get fired, then I'm screwed. I mean, they'll just they'll just they'll just screw with me. They'll they'll go on a hunt to find out who it was. It will empower whistleblowers if they see justice being done. Um, and I, I commend you, uh, Chris. I, I think what you're doing is just tremendous. Just tremendous. Thank you. Thank you so much. You bet. Christopher Rufo, uh, you can find him and follow him on Twitter at Real Chris Rufo, R-U-F-O, on, uh, on Twitter. 
please take action. I've got another story on the CDC I have to share with you. All right, I want to talk to you about uh, uh, your timeshare. It's the end of the year, uh, and if you own a timeshare, that means the dreaded maintenance fee season is almost here. Now, booking a stay at a timeshare is notoriously difficult. No doubt this year, uh, it's been even worse. Uh, Have you even been able to use your timeshare? Year after year, the maintenance fees keep coming. They keep getting bigger and bigger over time. Maybe it's time for you to think about getting away from that thing. It probably wasn't a great idea in the first place, but now can you actually get out legally? Well, this is why you need to schedule a free consultation with the expert advisors with the timeshare termination team. They have a 100% record 100 percent of getting you out of the timeshare 100 percent time to live life on your own terms and not the terms of the resort put an end to the madness call timeshare termination today get the process started you don't have to pay another maintenance fee you'll get 20 percent off when you terminate your timeshare be sure to tell them that i sent you call them at 888 get out that's 888 438-8688 or visit them online at timeshareterminationteam.com 10 seconds station ID Coming up on uh, coming up on tomorrow night's broadcast is uh, Civil War: The Way America Could End in 2020. Scary. You don't want to uh, you don't want to miss that. Also coming up on this show, you've got some really good news to share. I understand because uh, I do. You had a big victory yesterday on the uh, on an auction. <laughs> you got something pretty sweet. No doubt. Hey, 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 Right? That's really good you news. You are such. You are not a friend. What? You are not. No, this is what best friends friend. do: is no. share good news no. of their best friend. Not when their best friend said, "I haven't even told my wife yet." Oh, what a what a great time for her to find out. No, not a good time for her to <laughs> find just, out. She can find oh, out. You have with the rest of the me, nation. Uh, you uh, have caused me. It's interesting that she doesn't know that uh, you had. I it just Such came good up. fortune as to oh, be able to buy something fairly valuable yesterday, huh? I, I That's weird. You I shared it with Tanya. I. <laughs> it's such good news. What are you waiting for? We you should are call her. Such a jo- we should call. No, we shouldn't call. Yeah, we her. should no, call. We I don't know. Her. Do we have time now, or should we wait till after the the bottom of the hour? Mm, go ahead, call her. Uh, go ahead. See if you her. have her phone number. You don't have her phone number. Uh, just a matter of getting it on the air don't have your phone shoot darn it but you gotta share that good news because i'm very exciting i'm not sharing it until i share it with my wife (laughs) it's very exciting news she's gonna be thrilled she's gonna be absolutely thrilled such a jerk You are such no, this, an incredible jerk. I am showing this is a friend of my 30 loyalty, years, my here best friend for thirty years. By this making is you. sure your triumph is uh-huh, known by uh-huh, everyone, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I could have sold it to her. I could have sold it as a good thing. Now it is a good now thing. She's like, it's a great thing. It's mm, a great thing. <laughs> See, it's comments like that that she will hang on to. Knowing it's a good thing? Yes, well, that's no, good. That's she'll say, good I heard the way Pat said, oh, it's a great thing. He knows, too. It was stupid. 
I don't even know what you paid for it. I'm just thinking it was a bargain no matter what <laughs> price you paid. Just, I mean, it's almost a priceless piece of history. Can you get my right? wife on the phone, please? Can you get my wife on the phone? Sarah, do you have her phone number? No. Because if, if I'm going to share it, and I have to now... <laughs> Well, you would. I would think you. No, would you want know what? To. Don't get her on the phone. Don't get her on the phone. There's a chance she's not listening. <laughs> and if anyone, and Elena, yes, again, I'm talking about you. And it's not funny when you go to her and say, uh, "Yeah, he said, Elena, I was talking about you." You don't tell her. <laughs> Shush. If she's not listening. Um. Uh. Yesterday, something came up for auction that I didn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm was available until it was like an hour away from maybe a little So you're longer. saying you just didn't have time to call her and give her the good well, news. Well. There was no time there. Not exactly. <laughs> um, I, I kind of sometimes operate on uh, begging for forgiveness. Kind of sometimes. Kind of sometimes. 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 Uh-huh. Especially with things like this. Because I know she'll say, and What? the hell are we going to do with that and she sometimes doesn't appreciate my collection of important american items hmm. mm-hmm. huh surely she'll appreciate this one uh-huh. she's gonna love and this. uh so yesterday um fdr fdr's wheelchair <laughs> came up for auction and, you know, sometimes auctions get a little heated and it was mm-hmm. supposed to go for something a little more reasonable. And um, and it then got- in the heat of the auction, it didn't turn out to be in retrospect. It's not as reasonable as it looked like it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and but it tells the story uh. of here is in a time. Should I do this now? Should I practice this on you? Uh-huh. Practice. Let's hear it. She's Let's hear the gonna, she, won't, she won't even listen to any of this. She won't even listen to any of this when I say it. I really was hoping just to pass this one to the uh, radar and mm-hmm. just kind of leave it there at Mercury One. Oh, look at the wheelchair. That, now, where'd fit. that come from? Where'd that come from? Huh. Huh, that's a really good museum piece. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have worked either. That would not have worked either. <laughs> But who would good, right? buy FDR's wheelchair if they had right. the opportunity? I mean, you can't pass that opportunity up. Well, when your Am job right? is partly, well, not exactly your job. Not when, exactly. <laughs> but kind of. What is kind of In a preserving sort of really important American history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was the first handicapped president. The press lied <laughs> about it. The, the resolute desk was changed because of it. And uh, and at the same time, the Germans were killing handicapped people. I mean, it's great story. Great, important program story. Keep working on it, maybe. Thank you, thank you, Pat. I keep I working appreciate on the that. conviction. Thank there. you. It's thank coming. You. It's no, coming I appreciate along. it. Patriot Mobile. If um, if you let's say are have a, uh, a mobile service company that is selling you out at every turn, kind of like Pat just did with me. Let's say you have Verizon. Do you know they just donated $10 million to social justice organizations? Mm. You, you agree mm. with Al Sharpton, right, in his National Action Network. Because if you have Verizon, you just had some of your money given to him. Patriot Mobile, on the other hand, unlike Pat and Verizon, don't sell you out. 
they're not going to send your hard-earned money to, you know, f- to fund the destruction of America or fund things like Planned Parenthood. Instead, you get the same reliable nationwide service and support of a company that loves America, shares your values, supports our police, and it's easy to switch. Right now, stand up, switch, page, patriotmobile.com slash back. Patriot, I'm not even going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> Page, I'm just thinking about how dead I am. Patriotmobile.com oh, slash back. Patriotmobile.com slash back. 972 Patriot, switch now. And you can check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday from 7 to 9 Eastern or anywhere you get your podcasts. You still have an opportunity to be my friend. No, I, I am being your friend. You are not. This is. I'm I, telling you right now. This is not. This might I mean, go well on air. It's not going to go well for me at home. I it's just. Not, I can't believe you haven't shared it with oh, everybody, you are including such... Tanya. Up to this point, it's okay. Really so exciting. Tanya is on the phone. Tanya, oh. uh, we okay. were just talking about Netflix. <laughs> Thank you. Are Thank you there, you. honey? Uh, yes, I'm here. Thank you. Okay, are you busy? Yeah, sorry. We should let you go. Uh, you know. No, she's got plenty of time, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, oh, we were just talking about Netflix, and, hey. and I think we should cancel our Netflix. Yeah, we yeah. weren't talking about we're, Netflix. Yeah. What we were talking about <laughs> was his exciting we new purchase uh, at another, yet another auction, but it's a really important piece. I think you'll agree. Oh, uh, I forgot to tell you yesterday. (laughs) Just I did. I actually did. I did. Uh, Uh And uh, and, uh, you know, it's something that I think is a really important, you know, piece of history. And uh, and uh, and we and and we won at an auction yesterday. And when he did, because there was somebody else who was really trying hard to get it. So, you know, he got it at a basement bargain price. That does good not. Thing. Pat wasn't there. He didn't know. He didn't know. And what price do you put on a one of a kind? Well, there is a price, unfortunately, yeah. that you can put on it, and you paid yeah. that price, which is great because now you have the item. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm sure he, and Tanya sounds excited, right? You're no yeah, doubt excited I can't about wait. that. Can't wait to hear about this one. Tell her what she's what she's won. <laughs> Now, this is a really important piece of history <laughs> because it I mean, it, it tells the story of the press and the way the way the press hit it. Okay, just spill uh, it. Hmm? Spit it out. You just are the proud. You are the proud owner of FDR of FDR's wheelchair. <laughs> Yay! I'll ding, say it for ding, you, ding, Tanya. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So congratulations. Let me just ask you a question. Let Mm. me ask you a question. Yeah. Does that, will that arrive along with? (laughs) What? I'm just, you know, just asking. Oh, no, no, there was nothing. Pretty sure there was nothing else. (laughs) No, there's not. Nope, there was nothing else. Best of my recollection, nothing. (laughs) The best of your recollection. Pretty sure there was nothing else. It was just that. (laughs) So there was nothing else in the auction that caught your eye. No, Hmm. and it doesn't have to come home. I mean, somebody did ask me yesterday after I got it. They said, where are you going to put that? 
Uh, and I said, I, I, I don't know. And they, and then somebody else said, you can put it right next to the, um, German Nazi, uh, interrogation chair. Uh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I said, well, they were combo. fighting yeah. again. I mean, it was the uh, same time, you same know, two chairs, general. two nations, mm-hmm. you know? So, <laughs> all right, sweetheart. I love you. I love you too. I was just wondering if it would come with, uh, maybe a dozen scrumptious cookies. Oh wow! Then I might be oh happy. Yeah. Then oh I might wow! Be happy about wow! Try to finagle yeah. some cookies that yeah. make the whole thing better, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I have yeah. a connection. <laughs> what do you mean, maybe? <laughs> maybe? What do you mean, maybe? You owe it to me. I love you, honey. <laughs> I love you too. Bye. Okay, bye. Whew, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah, unless it's a ruse because she knew she was on the air, and she also don't know what you paid for it, so that helps a little bit as well. I'm sure. Um, she might be thinking that's a really inexpensive chair. <laughs> well, she would be wrong then, wouldn't yeah. she? <laughs> she would. That's probably not a chair you're going to do wheelchair races with. Uh, up and no, down. No, I generally here. don't do wheelchair races anyway. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> no, you really? do. Huh. Yeah, you do. Time. Really? All the huh. time. Yeah. No, this one will not be used for that. Yeah. But uh, remind is, me when you're going over to the museum. It is <laughs> honestly interesting because he. He did have the help of the press and, you know, no, 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 not the help of the press. They, they were complicit. They re- he, he could not walk at all. Right. He could not walk. You'll see him with the with the, you know, the leg braces and the and the uh, the crutches. Yeah. But he had to have his son on one side and somebody else on the other side wow. actually lift him. Jeez. He would just swing his leg. So he could walk, but he had no power in his legs at all. They would build. And how long a time period was that? Forever. That was, yeah. From the. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was. The whole time. The whole time. And he, they would build ramps in front of buildings where his car could pull up. If there was a big federal building, you know, with all the stairs, mm-hmm. they would build a giant ramp. So his car would drive up to the very top step and he didn't have to worry wow. about steps. Wow. I mean, and no one in the press ever took a picture of it. That is incredible. That's incredible. You want to talk about fascism? That's fascism. Wow. That's fascism. When nobody in America really knew that. The reason why the, the, uh, the desk, the president's desk, the resolute desk, mm-hmm. that was built by Queen Elizabeth as a gift to, uh, to our nation and given. Mm-hmm. FDR would sit behind that desk. It wasn't in the Oval Office. I think it was in the map room. And he would sit behind it, but people would come in for interviews. That's the reason why the little door is on the front. You remember that? Remember uh, John F. Jr., John F. Kennedy Jr., has that picture of him peeking out underneath his dad's uh, desk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That door was put there by FDR to hide the wheelchair from the press. Wow. So there would be no pictures taken with him in a wheelchair. Wow. Isn't that incredible? It is. It is. And it's hard to imagine in this day and age of the press and, and how rabid they are, especially with, with Trump. But, I mean, any president wouldn't get away with that today. I no president. No. no president. And it was a good thing. It was a good thing. Here the Germans mm-hmm. are executing people that are handicapped, saying they're of zero worth, and right. they're being conquered by the guy who was in a wheelchair in a wheelchair and can't walk yeah i mean this is a really really good thing yeah. so now that i feel a little better thank you pat <laughs> um seriously i want to talk to you about netflix we didn't get a chance to talk about 
uh, the, um, uh, the 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 Netflix series. The or, no, no, no. First, the social dilemma. Oh, yeah. Did you mm-hmm. watch it last night? I did. What'd yeah. you think? Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, Eye opening. Really kind of stunning that these people who really are responsible for social media and all of these platforms, many of those people are now uh, completely freaked out by what's going on with them. Yeah. And apparently saw none of this coming. Uh, Mm. At least that's what they claim. They didn't see any Mm -hmm. of this coming. I, all we Mm -hmm. wanted to do was make people's lives better and find a way to connect. I think they actually probably did. And some of them may have thought that. Yeah. I think they thought, Oh, you know what? Like Ray Kurzweil told me, because I said to him in 2010 or 11, I said, um, where are the ethicists? Where are they? And he's like, Glenn, none of those things are going to happen. And I'm like, really? Wow. They've all happened. They've all happened. They've all happened. And more than we even envisioned. Right. And so uh, and now these guys who were the ethicists and were the people that did the like button and everything else. Now they're coming out and saying there is no free will. You don't know how you have been shaped. You don't know what choice is yours and what choice has been just put in front of you. And I thought they did a really good job of showing how the algorithm works with the three guys in the control room. I mean, it's a really good. Now, it made a really big impression on my kids. It was Sunday night that we watched it. And so I said, and tomorrow we're going to discuss this and we're going to. And so last night we sat down at the dinner table. It was a huge mistake because they had 24 hours to think about it. And they both were like, dad, I mean, it's scary for people like you because you didn't grow up in this, but we've grown up with this our whole lives. So this is normal to us. And I'm like, Oh, I remember Mm. when I was 14 uh, it doesn't work. And I said, you know, we started talking about free will and they are just at a place to where, and this is why they don't make the decisions. They're just at a place to where they're fine with that because they don't see the real problem. Mm-hmm. When you get so twisted into the matrix that y- you don't even know what's reality anymore. You don't even know who you are. You've been shaped yeah, that's a problem. That's a real problem. They go into pretty good uh, in-depth uh, discussions about how they control us, how Google manipulates us, not and not just Google, but the Twitter, st- the all stu- the platforms, the stuff where they they are figuring out how to get you back online. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, when you when your kid puts down their phone for a while. What they do to send you alerts and to make your phone buzz or ding to get you engaged again is absolutely incredible. And absolutely stuff that incredible. I don't think anybody ever thought of. No. You'd never consider that. No. Mm-mm. I never thought about the swipe down and, you know, the and, you know, refreshing things. Yeah. I never thought of it. They explain that as like a lottery. I mean, uh, a uh, uh, what do you call them? A casino uh, the, jackpot uh, uh what do you have yes the uh, slot, slot machines, machines. slot machines mm. uh where y- y- they said you know that thumb where you are refreshing and let's say you're doing your mail or twitter or something like that and you pull it down and the wheel spins and then new things load sometimes they said that gives you a feeling of a casino yeah and, and you, that dopamine hit correct that simon what's his face talking yeah about all i the mean time. that's amazing it is that is absolutely amazing now, the other thing on Netflix is cuties. And 
as much as I don't want to cancel Netflix, I think I have to. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, my wife first, we were talking about it, uh, talking about the, the show as a family, because none of us have obviously seen it, but I saw the, I, I got through about 10 seconds of the trailer and thought, I can't watch this. This is despicable. It's absolutely disgusting and filthy. And so when my wife heard about it, she said, well, we've got to cancel Netflix then. And at first I said, oh, let's not get, I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> we can be upset about it, <laughs> right. but let's keep sending let's, the money. Let's get all angry, but I don't want to live life without Netflix. Well, by the next day, it kind of hit me. No, she's right. We got to get rid of it. And so she's canceling it this week. Why not today? Uh, she might well, be she, doing it today. She she's, might actually. She's, she's probably watching the rest of that series she was watching on Netflix. That's what's <laughs> yes. happening. She actually, it's not much of a sacrifice for her because oh, she don't you hate never women? watches it. Don't you hate yes. women? Yes. Yes. They've got discipline. Oh, my wife is always they, like, we can't watch this series. And I'm like. Spend their free time wisely. I don't, I don't want any I, of that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Stop being so smart. Okay. Stop it. We so, just want to live like dogs. We're fine with that. The one thing is, when you cancel Netflix, that's what, 13 bucks a month? So in, what, 3,500 months, you'll have the chair paid for. <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. Again, yeah. thank you for that. The, the upside. No. It's, it's the bright side. No, you're a helper. Yeah. You're a helper. I try. All right. You can become a year-round griller. It's not an easy decision from some people. I have been, I like the food, uh, meat and everything cooked on a grill i love it uh and so i have lived in connecticut and i will still grill in the middle of the winter and i'll be so cold well year-round grilling is not a hard uh, not a hard decision to make now with rectech because rectech has smart grill technology Uh, rectech can be controlled from anywhere which means you can be grilling along with the best while sitting indoors all day watching tv the way god intended such okay. a cool feature. It really is. Really is. You don't have to uh, uh, go outside and check it. It automatically readjusts the temperature. It's When it's cold outside uh, and you open it up, all that heat goes away. Well, it senses what the heat is, and it brings the heat back up and then regulates it at the right, the right temperature. And with the smart grill technology, it will tell you when whatever it is that you're cooking is done perfectly and it is perfect it really is check it out online do yourself a favor check out the sleek beautiful made with heavy stainless steel it's like grilling with a tank winter spring summer fall rectech it's sturdy it's smart it's dinner time follow rectech on social media and sign up for their newsletter it's rectech with a q r-e-c-t-e-q dot com r-e-c-t-e-q dot com you're listening to Glenn Beck. Arriving now at the White House is um, President Netanyahu from Israel. This is a really big deal that is that nobody is paying attention to. This distraction, you mean? Yeah, MSNBC is right Nancy? now. Uh, Facebook <laughs> unveils a new climate change information hub. That's what they're running with. Jeez. Live right now, Benjamin Netanyahu arriving with full state regalia at the White House to s- sign a historic peace deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
when people think that i mean the the press has done this to themselves if he does indeed win i think he will have the press to thank for a lot of it because people are fair yeah. and yeah. they just know you guys are they know this control. is a big deal yeah and when it's downplayed or not even covered by the press i think they know what's going on at least i hope of course so. they do I, th- I think they do but it, it requires them to even know that it's going on yeah you know this you know with with social media that whole thing could be you know uh, uh limited and algorithmed right out of everybody's nude f- oh, yeah. news feed except for people like us you know, mm-hmm. that's the amazing thing that I learned about uh, on this documentary that we were talking about, The Social Dilemma. Uh, it's on Netflix now, uh, and it, it is it shows how they're feeding you the extreme of everything. And they know what you want and what you don't want. Mm-hmm. They blame all of this unrest on, you know, talk radio and on the right and everything else. No, here are the designers of it saying we are the reason for the unrest. We what we designed is pitting people apart and they don't know what the truth is anymore because of the algorithms that we wrote. I mean, I it was a it's a brave brave uh statement for these guys to make. It and is. Will it make a difference? I don't know. Will the president fire the head of the CDC? I hope so. For disobeying a direct, not just order, an executive order, and deciding to hold 13 weeks of critical theory lessons at the CDC, even though the president said not to.